Welcome to The Catalyst, where we explore creative ideas to spark innovation in an unhealthy healthcare system. I'm your host, Dr. Lara Salyer, a physician and mom of three who is reimagining the way I practice medicine after suffering and overcoming burnout. Join me as I teach you how to optimize flow and catalyze your own revolution in healing. Tune in for candid conversations with leading experts in conventional and holistic healthcare who dare to believe a better future is possible for all of us. Life is made of teeny catalytic moments of immense impact. When strung together, the transformation is magical. Join us and let's color outside the lines. Welcome to this episode of the Catalyst Podcast, where I share one quick spot check activity that you can do at the beginning of your day when you feel like you have failed to plan for your week. Yeah, I know. It happens to all of us. Life happens. Kids happen. Sometimes you get stuck behind a really slow tractor here in Greene County, Wisconsin. Whatever the cause of your delay or your disorganization don't fear. There's a way to write yourself and get back on track using principles of creating a flow-channeled and anti-burnout work-life masterpiece. So listen in and I will unpack the common flow enhancers and flow disruptors and share my one trick that I will do at the beginning of my day to get it set in the right motion. Okay, so if you've been following me for a while, you know that flow is actually something that is teachable. It can be strategically used. It's not something that happens just on a whim. You don't have to wait to reserve a cabin in the woods to write your novel or to experience that wonderful sensation of being in the zone or on autopilot and just hope that it happens. You can create environments that make it easier for your body to benefit from this wonderful flow state, which is actually a four-phase cycle. We have the struggle, release, flow, and recovery. All four phases are very important. And Ernest Hemingway was famous for using techniques techniques to make it easier for himself to get back into flow during his next writing episode. He would often just write half a sentence when he was finished writing so that the next day he could pick up his pen and carry on much more seamlessly. So what we're going to do today is talk through what a flow enhancer can do and what flow disruptors are. These both are things that you can be aware of to prime your environment. And when you learn to look for flow enhancers that can actually produce more dopamine and reduce your cognitive load, making making thinking easier, you will increase your chances of benefiting from flow. Likewise, if you remove disruptors from your environment that fragment your attention and drain your energy, you will also make it easier for your day to go smoothly. So let's set the scenario. I'm sure we've all had this happen. No matter what your job is, if you're employed as a clinician, nurse, doctor, if you're in independent practice, it doesn't matter. You're human. Sometimes Sunday night can feel scary. And as much as you really intended to have that weekly catalyst date with yourself, like I recommend, um, because, you know, that does make your week go better. And I can attest to that for doing this for five years now. If you plan every Sunday for your week, it will go flawlessly, seamlessly more often than not. But things happen, right? Life happens. And so let's say you wake up on Monday morning and you realize, oh my goodness, you're looking at your calendar. Nothing is blocked out. You don't have goals set. You don't have your values reflected. 
In fact, maybe you forgot to do your Catalyst quarterly planning strategic session that we do this every quarter to plan our goals, our big anchors, our highlights, our activators. And let's say you didn't even do that. And so you're sort of panicking. Okay, don't worry. This is what I do when I'm facing a week and I really don't know what to do now and I need an SOS technique. I need something that will help me right away. I do time tagging. Time tagging is simply looking at when and really not what. What I mean is it's like a reverse thought process. Normally, we look at our to-do list and it can be long. It can be dozens of items. I've got to pick up the dry cleaning. I've got to sign that permission slip. I've got to answer my emails. I've got to do some charting. I've got you know all these things that we do throughout the day. And often we do nothing but write them down and then just try and check off each one and tackle it in between patient appointments or when we feel like we can get a hold of somebody. We aren't looking at when would be the optimum time. So I do time tagging. Instead of looking at the tasks randomly and just trying to tackle them, I look at my day and I look at when would be the most likely time that I would have energy for this. So I tag time. I look ahead and I go, okay, email, I'm not even going to look at it right now. I will do that at one o'clock today. Uh, signing permission slip, I'm going to do that. And I start tagging my day quickly. And I just put that in my Google calendar or in my actual paper journal calendar. And I just start, it's like a rough draft. I'm just going to tag this time. And I tell myself that is when that task is going to get done. And if it isn't getting done then, I'm at least going to look at it. And see, this is helping you calibrate. Oftentimes, we will go to what is easiest, which is email. We open that first, we start doing email, and we get off track. And so when you look at your day, and maybe you have a lighter morning, your appointments aren't as heavy. Maybe the patient list in front of you is actually patients that are pretty easy. They're not very complex. And you're actually excited to say, hey, I might have extra time in between appointments. Great. Now you can quickly time tag. What would you like to put in your morning that you might have a little more time to dedicate versus the afternoon? So it's like a quick, almost um, a triage that you would do. Now this on a grander scale is what your weekly date will be. You would actually take time to purge all your tasks and prioritize them and then block them out for different times. But sometimes you don't have to, you don't literally have time to do that. So you can still save your day. You can still do time tagging. And you can amplify that even more by just prioritizing real quick what are the top two things? When can I do them? And to better understand how to make this a little more seamless, let's dive into more detail about enhancers and disruptors. Flow is a cycle of four phases, as we have said, struggle, release, flow, and recovery. And we need all four phases in the flow cycle in order for our body, brain, mind, and mental health to come full circle, give ourselves that feedback, and gamify our day. Whether it's work or play or hobbies, that's how we love flow. Flow gives us that feedback, that feeling of accomplishment, that productivity. You have more learning, more retention, more well-being. When you're able to dip into flow, you do benefit from lower cortisol and lower inflammation. So learning how to augment this and create an environment that is more likely to give you flow is also key. 
So let's talk about those flow enhancers that you can put in your schedule. These, again, reduce dopamine, make it easier for your brain to think. And there are several. For a full list, I will give you a link at the end of this podcast that you can download a full list of 36 flow enhancers and disruptors that you can look and spot and try and plan for your week. But here are my top clear goals are excellent flow enhancers. That's what time tagging can do for you because it's setting a clear goal that it's not just a task, but when you're putting it in your calendar that you will do it then. That's clear. Another flow enhancer is challenge, making something a little more challenging, maybe a little risky. And that's what many do when they're picking up a new physical activity. When I started running, I didn't run. I started walking first. And then I challenged myself to see if I could run to the next stop sign or stoplight? Or could I make three stop signs before I had to stop? Making it gamified with a challenge or risk is a very big flow enhancer. Gratitude is another flow enhancer. UC Davis has plenty of studies, as well as Dr. Glenn Fox, who studies gratitude. It helps enhance well-being. It helps prime your brain for more gratitude. And it helps decrease depression, anxiety, and improve your overall wellness. So the more you practice gratitude, it creates that psychologically safe environment that allows creativity and flow. Think about it. When you're in a stressful environment, that's the last place you can have any creative uh, exercises or flow. Maybe after the fact, which is post-traumatic growth, that, that is absolutely doable. But during the event, when you're stressed and your amygdala is firing, it's hard for you to access flow. So priming your brain with more gratitude and enhancing your gratitude practice will help you find and access that flow. Another flow enhancer is a good mood. So who doesn't love a YouTube or Spotify playlist that gets you moving, that gets your body connected, gets you accessing that well-being and laughter that produces dopamine. Another flow enhancer is deep embodiment. The more you practice interoception, which is feeling those feelings, the somatic address of accessing where that lives. And what does your body need to move into or out of that state? If you feel anger in your throat, what do you need? Breathe? Do you need to breathe through it? Do you need to move, walk, stretch, hang upside down? The more you communicate with your body and learn the language to become fluent in your emotions, the more likely you'll be able to be attuned to these senses that help with flow. Think about flow state as a surfer, a downhill skier, as a basketball ball player, as a musician. All of these are flow state and they all involve five senses. So if you're dissociated from your body and dissociated from your senses, it's very hard for you to access flow. Hey, are you a functional or integrative practitioner and you're craving some self-expression, creativity, and ideas that come outside the box, but you feel overwhelmed? I got you. The future is visual. I have streamlined steps to help you build your own creative practice in a mini mentorship that's delivered right to your inbox every month. Check out my premium subscription box delivery service. Subscribers get monthly deliveries of digital tools right to your inbox. Your first box includes immediate access to over 63 editable functional medicine-specific infographics in Canva. Yeah, I've made them myself just for you. And you can change the logo, the font, the text. You can make it your own. You can put different languages. 
you also get a complimentary mentoring session with me and a free copy of my book, Right Brain Rescue. Then each month includes a brand new infographic, vaulted masterclasses from inside my Catalyst Studio, and SOPs, templates, and other tools that I use in my clinic and inside my mentorship. There is no contract. You can cancel anytime. It is literally like a mini mentorship delivered conveniently right to your inbox. I believe everyone deserves to paint their own work-life masterpiece. And now we can color outside the lines together. Head to drlarasalier.com forward slash shop. And the last two flow enhancers are novelty, something new. This is why we went into medicine. You're never done learning. There's always something new. And so making it fun with a reward of something new or learning something new will automatically produce more dopamine. And nature, of course, getting outside, enjoying that grandiose landscape view, feeling the forest, smelling the the leaves and the flowers, all of that can help enhance flow. Okay, on to the disruptors. If these are in your day or routinely in your path, this is why you might be challenged in finding your own piece of blissful flow. And I'm warning you, trigger warning, this is evident in a lot of healthcare because we've literally sucked the flow out of our careers. Before I go into flow disruptors, let's pause here and just remember what it was like to be a physician 30 to 40 years ago. Think of a country doctor who came into their practice, who commanded their schedule. They had full full autonomy over every single appointment slot. They knew the families that walked in. They weren't randomly assigned from an insurance change. They knew the babies and the grandmas and everybody in between. They could be creative and self-expressive. They could put that stethoscope to that fuzzy chest of a teddy bear. They could laugh with their staff. They understood who their team was. They could get into group flow. They felt psychologically safe and there was a lot of gratitude because patients and staff worked together. The doctors felt respected. This is full of flow. Fast forward to now, and you're going to see as I talk about the flow disruptors, why our current modern medical career is void of flow. In fact, we are basically stumbling and tripping over multiple disruptors, which fragment our attention and drain our cognitive energy. Let's start with the top one, distraction. Our modern medical career is full of distractions. Many physicians don't even have an office. They're constantly interrupted. Not only do we look at the chart in front of us on the computer, but we're trying to multitask by listening to the patient as our hands are typing. This doesn't really give us much human connection. And then in our periphery, we see all these notifications. We've got more inbox messages, more refill requests, more sign-offs, more prior offs. So cognitively we're drained from the minute we log on we also suffer from stress multiple studies showing just even in the first year of training for physicians our telomeres shrink making us six years older than we should be and so this constant stress is making our body feel on guard which makes it difficult for us to access that flow state another flow disruptor that is a little more insidious is mission malalignment. 
And I know a lot of us don't think of this as we're interviewing for jobs or setting out on our independent path. We think, well, of course, we all want to serve. We're in healthcare. We value health and equity. But actually, sometimes the organizations you belong to may have slightly different values than you, and that's okay. Or maybe you rekindle or develop a new interest that you didn't know you had. So 10, 20 years into this career, suddenly you're just not feeling aligned with that corporation. You'd rather spend time on LGBTQ issues or um, education on public health or maybe diversity, equity, inclusivity issues, whatever it is. Maybe you have this special interest that you really want to devote more time and it's making a little bit of a slog where you're employed because it's really not aligned and imagine if you had a career that was aligned in that way. There's stories and stories of physicians that left a career in primary care or specialty clinic and did a lateral move and provided medical services for another organization, like indigenous cultures, et cetera, and they felt more aligned and rekindled that vitality in medicine. Another disruptor is poor time management, which we concentrate a lot on in my Catalyst Studio Mentorship and all of my Catalyst services. Time is the only currency you have. And unless you're diligently and strategically looking to manage that time, it's doubtful you'll get into flow. And that's what today's technique about time tagging can be helpful, but it's only to be used as a last ditch effort. The best time management happens weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, and this helps you prime your brain for more flow. Another disruptor that can impact flow is improper fueling. And we really don't think about this commonly. Maybe we do if we're in functional, integrative, and holistic medicine, but sometimes we forget that, you know, not eating enough protein, not taking care of our circadian rhythms, our nutrition, our nourishment, it can definitely impact flow. If you're full of inflammatory markers, you're you're maybe undergoing treatment or you have illness, it you have to go easy on your body. It's it's going to be a lot harder to access a flow state. Finally, thought errors. I see this so often inside my mentorship. We're all pre-programmed with thought errors. That's just what it's like being human, walking around this earth in our meat skeleton, right? Um, we look at the world through distorted lenses. Nobody is able to see the actual truth because our reality is our perception. So it's great to check yourself. When you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed or any emotion, check the facts. Ask yourself, is this the is this the truth? Am I am I projecting a narrative? You know, often we get involved in these thought errors and and don't realize that we are glorifying busy. We are, you know, priding ourselves on working hard and not setting boundaries. And this is a common thing I see inside healthcare. And nobody can check us unless we ask for help. So if you can't see this yourself, it's a blind spot. I recommend working with a therapist or a great mentor, a coach, somebody who can mirror back some of the words that you say and say, hey, is, is that something that you might be stuck in? And you can move through that with a trained professional. It can save you so much time and angst because we're all human. We all get slips and we all struggle and get stuck in the mud. And that's why we're here to help each other out. And finally, the last is a fixed mindset, right? 
we want to be growth oriented. Sometimes we think we are, and maybe we are in some parts of our life, but maybe we catch ourselves thinking this will never get better, or I'm just horrible with technology. I'll never be good. I'm not a fast note taker. I can't do this. You know, all these things that we limit ourselves. If you can use tactics of flow to make it fun, try and take out a little bit extra where you learn about something and really work with that fixed mindset and challenge yourself to have a growth mindset, it can help immensely with flow. So thank you for listening. This was really fun to unpack some of the flow enhancers and disruptors and teach you the time tagging technique that I use when I wake up and I feel like everything's gone sideways. It helps me get back on track real quick. Kind of like the old adage, there's a thing, there's a place for everything and a thing for every place. This is a mental map of, okay, I've got lots to do today. When? I start with when can I do this rather than what should I do first? And so if you like this episode, please like and subscribe, share it with a friend, make sure you're getting my newsletters because I've gamified those. You can share and win prizes. Yep. Real actual prizes that you will get delivered. And it's fun to share this again, gratitude. I'm very flow channeled in everything that I express in my values. If you'd like more and you'd like to learn how to actually tap into creativity and flow, it takes practice. But once you learn the three-step system, it will become intuitive. This August 14th through 18th, I'm hosting my second virtual live five-day bootcamp this year to help you learn my favorite techniques. I only open this enrollment twice a year. And the next time I'll be doing this is January, 2024. And seating is limited. Each day, we will meet at noon central time on Zoom, and we'll cover the essentials of the AHA method to capture flow. You'll have daily Zoom webinars, and yes, they are recorded. You'll get a downloadable workbook playbook to jumpstart your creativity. You'll understand the neuroscience of flow. You'll have a burnout assessment. You'll be able to identify core values and obtain neuroscience-based time management tips that work. You'll have future-proofing strategies that keep balance in check and lots of bonus gifts. Here's some testimonials from the last symposium. This is well worth your lunch hour. This is detailed and action-oriented. Not your typical burnout conference. I loved it. And finally, I would highly recommend this to any student, resident, doctor, or nurse. Introductory price is $69. Seats are limited. If you use the coupon code podcast, you get 10% off. So join the waiting list. DrLaraSalyer.com forward slash symposium. And I'd love to see you there. Keep coloring outside the lines.